You are listening to Len Jones' Party of Two, where experts and influencers speak honestly and openly about their keys to success. Sponsored by TrueFace.ai, where your face is the key. For more information on TrueFace, please contact your host at ian at TrueFace.ai. Now, pay close attention, because you're going to learn today. What up, party people, and happy Saturday. I am currently out here living in sunny San Diego where it's easy to get distracted, but as you all know, we gotta get it. So today on episode five of Len Jones Party 2, I'm joined with the Greek legend, Mr. Nick Drosos, who is living the dream doing what he loves by teaching self-defense, fitness, and being a life coach. Nick is crushing it on YouTube with 366,000 subscribers and over 75 million views on his videos, which makes sense as I've met few people who keep it as real and authentic as Nick does when describing his life experiences. Nick speaks on topics such as what it takes to get a YouTube channel off the ground, the importance of finding the right following versus a big following, and why you need to stop overanalyzing and just start putting content out there. You'll quickly find that Nick is a no BS type of dude and is absolutely high off life. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Doing? Very good, man. Thank you so much for having me on, and uh, such a great like presentation too. Thanks for that, man. Who is Nick Dressos, and when did you start doing personal training? Kind of like that first initial step. Like I started like martial arts stuff like that when I was like eight, nine, and then like pretty much my whole life was about training. Right? I was a hyperactive kid. You know, at 16, got kicked out of high school with ADHD, dyslexia. Teachers told me, you know, you just, you're not bright enough. You're not smart enough. You don't have what it takes to kind of, you know, make it. Really, pretty much what they told me. And at 17, 18, I left school. I was flipping burgers at McDonald's. Then um, I started, like, I, I, I just put all my energy in what I love doing. That's teaching self-defense, doing martial arts. Then I started working in nightclubs as a bouncer for about like five, six years. You know, then I, you know, I lived that life. Same time, the dream of being an actor. Then, you know, my life took another turn. I started working at a hospital, you know, seven to 3.30 job. Fucking hated, you know, waking up every day to the sound of an alarm clock. Like, like, I mean, not only that, waking up every day, hating what you do, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, then I was, you know, I had a regular job. Meanwhile, I had this, this great passion and this gift. I knew I was a great instructor. I had the ability to, to teach. I was already training people, but, you know, I, I couldn't, I still wasn't able to make it a full-time job or living. So uh, about seven, eight years ago, I said, fuck this shit. I can't wash toilets anymore. I, I got to, you know, put myself into this and start and open my own personal training business. And at the same time, I said, I'm going to open a little YouTube channel. And like, I mean, I'm like zero tech, right? I just opened the YouTube channel about seven, eight years ago. I had no clue what I was doing. I was just posting videos. Anyhow, I had no idea about tagging, thumbnails, metadata. I was just, you know, I would sit one day and post 15 videos, not post anything for a week and on and off. And then, you know, this... You know, everything started growing. My, oh, okay. you know, that I let me let me stop you real quick. So first of all, yeah. your story's awesome because it's like your typical like I was working at McDonald's. Like people hear that story, they're like, you know, I was doing my thing, and nothing against McDonald's. I mean, just the fact though that you typically hear that in people's stories, like, oh, you're working at McDonald's. Well, the fact is, is you're working at McDonald's with this dream, and you kept that stuff alive. 
you wanted to be an actor, you never knew how to do it. So now all of a sudden you kind of have this goal to be personal training. What sparked your interest to even open up YouTube in the first place? When I was doing my acting for about four or five years, and I probably did like over a hundred auditions or I don't even know how many, I never got one. I love acting, I love being in front of the camera. You know, I, I, I realized the business was tough and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna open my own channel, this is my show and I could do whatever the fuck I want in it. So whether people like it or not, I'm gonna do it. And it was a way for me to still, you know, compensate for that need. Like I wanted that need to be in front of the camera because I loved it. And it was a way for me to still express myself, do what I love, be in front of the camera, share what I love to do and still get to, in a, some way, you're still a performer, you know what I mean? There's still, you know, you're still connecting with people. And I love that. And it was actually what started me by, you know, what started the idea of let me just open a YouTube channel and just create my own show and like my own thing, you know? That's cool. Yeah. One thing you kind of said during that, that kind of got me thinking is this concept of kind of reinventing yourself. Cause you've done that multiple times in your life, you know, different career paths, different things. You try different stuff. What, what's your kind of um, take on, you know, the ability to reinvent yourself, say at a later stage in your life or at any stage of your life, like how feasible is it to be able to do that? And in, in, like nowadays, I, I still am at 40 years old, man. I still am like right now, because um, I have one YouTube channel, which is Nick Drosos, which has 325,000. I also have Code Red Defense, which has another 130,000. One is strictly self-defense. This one now, the Nick Drosos has self-defense, has motivational, has fitness. I, I, I'm all, like, I'm, you know, I'm taking a different path in terms of where I'm going as well right now. So I'm always like, I get bored of sticking to the same things. And I kind of get bored of, this might sound weird. I get bored doing the same thing or being myself as well. I don't know how to explain it. That now I'm taking this whole new, you know, I'm, you know, starting my acting career again. I'm starting to write. I have an agent. I'm starting to, you know, like everybody laughed at me when I told them I was going to go back to my acting career at 40 years old. And I did my second audition and I got a commercial, which was like, you're never too late to, to pursue or kind of accomplish or, you know, I always say, if you have a dream, you, you just got to do it. It doesn't matter if I'm 60, 70, fucking 80. Just do it, man. When I die, I want to look back and say, I did everything I wanted. I did it. Everything. There's not one thing that I didn't like turn around and flip it over and do it. But that's that's my mindset. A couple of things that pop up is I'm pretty sure Morgan Freeman got started acting, I think, in like his mid-50s or something like that. I might be wrong. Um, so like anyone can get started at any point and be a killer actor. But it's awesome because you went out there and just showed people. So you're using this YouTube platform to kind of launch this acting career that anybody can really do. Anyone can take advantage of. So the question is, is it didn't start off right away. You know, a lot of people are trying to build their channels. A lot of people are trying to get that subscription. What does it take to actually get a channel off the ground? See, uh, uh, there's a few things. And like, I look at a lot of YouTubers today and no disrespect to some of them, but I think they're a little bit, cl they're clowns. Some of them are just like, you know, the kid who's going to, how fast can I eat a burger? And, you know, how much prank and one prankster has to outdo the other one just to get views. And then the guy has to do, create a, you know, a story within his life just to entertain people. Like, I, number one thing I tell people is content. I look at it as, what am I giving to people? How am I changing people's lives? How am I making it better? What message am I sending? If I'm teaching self-defense, I'm teaching how to defend yourself. If I'm teaching fitness... 
I'm showing you how to stay in shape. And I'm 40 years old, man, no medications, I'm in top shape. When I do my motivational Mondays, I'm sharing my life about my struggles growing up to inspire the young kid who's looking, who's not rich. And, you know, I didn't grow up rich. My parents, you know, were not there most of the time. My sister raised me. I got kicked out of school young, and yet I still made it. And I want to give that hope to those kids watching these videos that, man, no matter what the fuck life brings you, man, you take that shit, you break it up, make it up, speed it down and do something. And I find that I'm giving back something that's positive and good to people. So I tell people your content, consistency, consistency is the key. You got to love what you do. If you don't love it and you're doing it for money, you're going to realize that it's going to take time before you make money. But if you're not doing it for the money, it doesn't motivate. You're going to keep doing it because you love what you do. True. Uh, and the beautiful thing about that is you can just get up anytime, any place, anywhere, do it all from your phone, just like we're doing right now, streaming live across the world, which is like so cool because we can do it at any time. It's just so possible. Man, I was two months in Greece, man, two months in Greece with my son, which was part of my dream plan when I, about seven years ago, eight years ago, when I decided to like, fuck this shit, I'm going to open my own business in, in, I tell people, and I think we talked about it, I tell people, define what success is to you. Define it. Write it down. Define it. And then ask yourself, how much do I need to live that life? And then go towards that goal. And like today, when I think I was two months in Greece, and part of my my life plan that I wrote down, which is done until, until I'm 50 years old. So I did it from 33 to 40, 40, 44, all the way to 50. So I pretty much have everything like a big fucking map. And one of them was that, to be able to have that freedom to travel and be able to still, you know, yeah. make money online and live that fucking dream life where you're- That vision. You know, you're, not, you're not stuck anywhere. It, you're not stuck. I hate being trapped. That drives me like, I can't handle that. It's cool because like, I, when we interview these different people and pick apart their stories, like a lot of the startup founders talk about the vision. Like the vision is what holds the whole company together. It's the most yeah. solid, format of the entire operation. If the, if the founder doesn't have vision, it's not going anywhere. When I speak to network no. marketers, it's the same thing, vision. They foresee themselves on this stage with all of their team and all the people behind them. And it's so powerful and strong that people just are naturally drawn to it like a magnet. And when you say it with vision, it's like you saw yourself living that lifestyle, traveling to Greece, making money online, doing that. And that vision is what got you to kind of get, oh. get through, the, especially the dark years where no one knows who you are. No one's watching your videos. You're putting in countless hours, getting no reward. Let's talk about those days. Those are, and I tell people the hardest thing. And it was funny. I was yesterday, I was having a coffee at this coffee shop and the girls, the girls starting her whole online business. And she goes with me, the hardest part is what I'm living right now. I'm working full time at the coffee shop. And at night I work on my business. I said, that is the hardest part is a transition. When you're working from 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. and then you're training clients from 4 to 8 and then you come home and you just had a newborn and your wife, your ex, well, my ex-wife at the time is tired and she didn't get a break and you need a break and you're going to the grocery and you're fucking doing 12, 15 hours a day and you're waking up at 3 in the morning to do your fucking business plan and, and, and do, man, it's a lot of work. I tell people, you know, it's there's an obsession to to becoming successful. There's an obsession. It's like, it's like you eat, breathe, shit, sleep. Like failure is not an option. It doesn't exist. I'm going to take whatever it takes. I'm going to hammer the tree 
a hundred thousand times in different ways to get it. And when it comes to visualizing, I'm just going to say something, Ian. Sorry, I talk a lot because my brain goes really fast. Um, I tell people when you visualize, it's not enough to say, I want to be successful. I want to be the top real estate agent. I want to live in Greece. No, I tell people, you, you want to live in Greece? That's my dream. Like, I have like, you know, I, I want to be like, I'm going two months, but eventually I want to spend three, four months out of the year in Greece. I'm looking already to start buying a little place in Santorini where my dad's from. And I've actually visualized what my couches are going to look like, how my terrace is going to look like, like, how, like you got to go in detail when you visualize and when you write down your plan and know that things are never going to go exactly, but it's like a GPS, right? You put on a route and it's blocked and then you take another route and another route. But at the end you get to the fucking point. Yeah. It's that roadmap. It's like knowing where you're going to be. Eventually you're going to end up here. You just got to figure out all the little detours that you get till there. But um, one thing that um, kind of gets me really charged up with you is how, tell me about the semantics. Like, so were you posting videos like for six, like did it say for a year, would you post a video every single day? And then what do you think was kind of the takeoff point? Because a lot of the YouTubers I talked to, you know, it, it's like this like two year gap where they just put stuff out and nothing happened. And then they hit that like 5,000 to 20,000. And then after 20,000, it was like, Woo! like what, what's your kind of opinion on that? I look at YouTube as you got to prove to them that you're serious. Everybody wants to be a YouTuber. Everybody wants to make money online. I look at it like they're the boss and I got to prove to them I'm serious about this. And before they take you seriously, they got to know, is he consistent? Is he answering? Is he posting regularly? I got to prove to the boss, which is YouTube, that I'm going to take whatever it takes to climb the ladder. So I think that if you have a structure, if you have a structure within what you're doing, eventually something's going to crack. Again, you have to have good content. If you're like, I'm going to post two times a week, same time, same day. I'm going to answer every comment until I get it right. Until one video goes viral, then that's what it's going to take. Cause what happens with most people, they give up. Why? Because not only in YouTube, but most people think short term, you open a business. I want the reward. Now, fuck, I tell you, you open your business, you're going to plant the seed, you got to water the fucker, you're going to work it for two, three years, and in three years, you'll start making money. Until then, you hustle it out. You might not make money for the first three years, but the third, fourth, fifth, then you start making money. Then you start realizing, shit, the effort I put is paying off now. But that's the same thing that I believe YouTube is looking. Is this guy serious? Because they don't want a, a one-hit video that, you know, they want quality that what you're giving to people is of some sort of value. That's what I believe. Do you know if a video is going to go viral? Like, do you ever do something you're like, that was the best thing I've ever done. And then you're like, boom, I'm good. Like, you know, you're Beyonce and you're dropping an album. You know that shit's taken off. I have a video that has 15 million views. And it was done in the street where I was like, take these guys and tell them to take you down and give them 20 bucks. You never know what's going to go viral. And then I've spent money thinking, okay, this is the video. The idea is amazing. I love it. This is going to go viral. doesn't. You never know how people are going to react to something. So it's like as you, you can calculate a viral video because most of the time, I believe a viral video is something that either is going to make you cry or make you laugh or make you think. Or, and a lot of the times, it's going to be something that's in the spur I believe it's like spur in the moment. Unplanned, you know? spontaneous, yeah. 
Yeah, like, I mean, you, you don't, like I said, the videos that I thought were going to do really well, some of them didn't. And the ones that I was like, oh, this one's not so good, did amazing. You kind of never know. But you're always thinking of what's the next viral video that you could try to make. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you'll always, a, a big thing that network marketers in particularly face is that, and I bet some new YouTubers, but I think it's worse than the network marketing profession is a lot of times when someone's getting into a new field and they're really putting themselves out there and they're kind of, you know, talking about, you know, being their own boss or doing that. A lot of their friends will kind of like just naturally kind of push them down. It's kind of like that, that whole thing of like when someone else is jumping up, like, you know, you're almost nervous. Like, why are, why isn't everyone else? It's like that one person leaving the pack. Everyone's trying to pull them back. Like society. Did you face a lot of like negativity? I feel like you're the type of dude that just doesn't care. But like, did you feel like, what, what's your take on that? Like that negativity that you'll face kind of when you're trying to build that channel and that journey and define your brand and all that stuff. You know what? Like, uh, like I'm, I'm 40 now. And at 20, I gave a fuck what people thought. At 20, I cared. I wanted to look good. I give a shit what people thought, how I looked. I did. In my 30s, I started thinking, who the fuck cares? And at my 40s, I'm like, who gives two fucking shit? At the end, they're not paying my bills, I am. So, you know, I look at it and, you know, I, I don't focus on, I, I got to focus on what I have to do and stay that course. And you're always going to have people who are going to try to pull you down, take you down, try to bring you down to their level because they just seeing you go up and them staying at the same place, well, it's, it's, it, it, it makes them insecure. People will all try to pull you down. I get hate comments all the time. I even answer them. Thanks for watching, man. Hey, man, it's all cool. You have the right to your, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. That's because awesome. I know it's part of the business. I tell people, if you don't have the stomach to be criticized and, and, and like people shoot you down, don't go online. If you're going to go home and be like, oh my God, did you hear what the guy wrote to me? Read it. It's so bad. Don't go online. Then you don't have the stomach for it. You're not made for it. Until you build that thick skin where you're like, hey, man, great. Fuck you. Who gives a shit? Then don't do it. That's something that just pins is the skin in the game. I mean, in any business, in any aspect of life, you any have to create skin in the game. And it's interesting because every failure is a trial or tribulation to prepare you for the next level. Like in business, if you're trying to run a company, you better be handled to have negative press and, and negative things yeah. happen. Like this guy, dude, Gonzalo, who I uh, did an interview with a few days ago, he's like, he's the CEO of this company, ProdSmart. He says, I'm in the business of being told no. That's what I do every day. People tell me no every day. That's my job is to get told no. And he's got this, you know, epic beard and his big smile on his face. I mean, it's like you need to grow that skin. And the only way to do it is by failing, which which a lot of people, the reason people don't even start is because they're so scared. Or, you know, and it makes sense. Human beings don't want to be criticized. Human beings don't want to do something uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like our natural instinct to protect themselves. That's why people freeze up before they public speak because the, the, it's like your body trying to protect yourself. But it's exactly. like just getting out there and making moves and doing it and putting he, stuff out. There. Here's the thing. I, Ian, I failed so many fucking times. I failed so many times that failing doesn't scare me. I don't give a fuck. I can lose everything today. I don't give a fuck. I'll make it back because I'm not afraid to fail. And I know what it takes to make it. So that, that, that insecurity that we have, and I tell people something that's very important. I tell people, don't wait to become good at something before you start. Start doing it and become good as you're doing it. Because you're don't seek perfection before you start something. I was talking to a YouTuber not long ago, and the guy's a great chef, and he's like, I'm like, why don't you open a YouTube? He goes, I wanted to open a YouTube channel, 
but like you know i want it with four cameras and i want it this way and i want it that way and and i did one and then i erased it because i felt like it wasn't good i'm like if you have that mindset you're never going to do anything just do it once you make it post it put it up and get better every time as you do it and i think that applies for anything in life and at the same time you're doing it you're learning you're experimenting and you're growing that thick skin where people are going to tell you that actually sucked now if somebody tells you that sucks you could tell them fuck you you're an idiot it'll be like oh why i love criticism constructive criticism if somebody tells me nick i don't like this because of this hey man great i'm going to take notes i'll think about it is he right isn't he right I'll ask a few people their judgment or their their opinion means something and then I'll take my decision. So like criticism is not always bad. There's good and bad and it really depends on where it's coming from and their intention behind it. But that's so true with that constructive criticism. I mean that's the same thing yeah. with anything in business and life is to not take it personally and learn from learn from it. It's like if you go viral on any sort of platform, you're going to get criticized because like that's what people, it's called trolling. Well Ian, can I can I tell you something? My most popular video has 15 million views. Half of them are dislikes and bad comments. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> at, at one point, when it went viral, I was like, "Oh man, it's not my greatest video. Maybe I should." And I'm like, "No, it's a fucking video. It got 15 million views. I made a lot of money off that video. And at the end, fuck it. You know, if you're gonna criticize and judge me based on one video." then I don't really give a fuck if you're going to take the time to look at my other videos and say wow this guy's actually pretty good then hey but you know how it is right it's either people either want to hate or like it's funny cuz I made a video about haters and I said there's three type of haters they're the ones who hate that no matter what you're going to do they're just going to hate you right no matter what you do they just hate you then you have the hater who's going to criticize but no matter what you say he's going to have a response cuz basically he just wants attention and wants to be heard True. And you have a hater, quote unquote, which is not a hater, but somebody who just actually doesn't like what you do, which is cool. Hey man, as a self-defense instructor, I think you're bullshit. That's great. Why? Oh, because my system is better. Really cool. Why is that? Okay, good. You have the right to your opinion. I have no problem with that. Sometimes you got to cast a wide net to kind of find the right fish. You know the right thing? thing, yeah. Like it, something that kind of gets me like super motivated every day to wake up is there's so much like friends and and homies and acquaintances and professional connections that are out there that I've yet to meet yet. Like think about your best friend. Think about how you met him. Like you have no idea who out there is part of your tribe and you guys haven't even connected yet. So social media and doing these videos is such a good way to find those few people that are just going to bring so much happiness and enjoyment into your life because you know you'll be able to make an impact on those one people which is why I envy you so much because you you go out there and you put stuff out there and you're not afraid to fail and the fact is is you need to be on that mindset which is phenomenal and your results speak man 300k subscribers like at this point once you hit that level How do you maintain it? Like I know you used to make all your own videos, you used to edit them all, but now have you built a team? And what's the importance of building that team? What's that process like? Like how does your team um go into you getting your videos out on a daily basis? You're you're going to laugh Ian, but I've been winging this shit for the last like 7 years, okay? Most of my videos I've been filmed with my phone, and I don't edit them. They're cold. If you look at the old ones, I only got a team in the last 2 months. I got Ma- uh, Cinemagi which is uh three guys uh, uh like my film crew Yanis uh Abby and Mohamed shout out these guys are amazing 
And you'll see the last five videos or seven videos are completely different. That's because I have my team. And I hired a girl now, an assistant, like, uh, you know, who runs all my emails and shit like that because I write like I'm a five-year-old, <laughs> right? So she takes care of all that. So until now, I've been winging this shit. So I just put together a team now because I'm fucking swamped and I realized, okay, I can't do everything and I don't want to do everything. So I started, you know, picking and choosing and putting a team together, which I also believe the direction of the channel is actually starting to take a different direction and starting to grow as well. So I, I see that, like, I think I'm on the tip of something very big. And, and now it's like, I have a lot of, you know, new plans and new videos and new ideas that are coming up. So you specialize in self-defense. Like, that's what you do. Yeah. You teach people how to whoop some booty if they got it in any situation. You make sure people are prepared. You enjoy doing it. You're a coach. You're a leader. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's your gig. If that's not my gig, you know, what do you recommend for someone that says has a different passion, you know, for them to start their own business? I, I, was, talking to, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine and... Uh, he's a hairdresser and he's like, Oh, you know, uh, I want to open a YouTube channel and I want to do, he wanted to do something about, again, about real estate, but like, you know, he has this idea and I'm like, bro, you're a hairdresser. You're good at what you do. Open a channel about your passion and what you're good at. The people in the camera feel that they see that you can't fake something that you're not. Not on camera. People, we could we could detect detect this shit. We could see it. You have a passion. I don't know. You like music. Teach music. You don't need to grab a gra big following. Just grab a good following. Build a niche and, and, and work around that niche. You're better off having a small niche of good followers than having a mass who just don't follow you or just, you know, kind of go on and off. So the first thing I tell people is, what are your passion? What do you love to do? And how well can you express it to the camera? Because you also... Have be a little bit of a character you know you have to be able to you know it's not only you could imagine hey guys nick joseph's today i'm gonna teach you about self-defense yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck you know what i mean sucker punch and you know what i mean and you know i i bring my experience working in clubs and stuff like that so i could i could bring i i bring not only what i teach but myself as well in it so a couple of things i got from that grab a good following you know make sure it's the right following make sure it's the people that you yeah. want to be building that niche Second thing is get that, get that specific niche of followers. You know, who is it? What did they do? One of my mentors, John Melton says, if you're good at doing one thing better than the next person, like if you can tie your shoe better than the person next to you, you're considered an expert. You know, there's certain things, the certain people that you can build and, and grow. And, and it's like building this digital online tribe, which you've clearly shown is, is amazing. Um, which, which is awesome. So with that said, what do you think is probably the most critical component to someone, you know, becoming their own boss online and just getting started today? Like, what do you think is the first step someone needs to do and, and things to avoid on that mission? This is a very broad statement. So whatever you kind of come up with. I, I think the first thing is like, you got to believe in yourself. You got to build a solid plan. You got to ask yourself, before you do all this, actually, you got to ask yourself, what do I really want from my life? Why am I doing this? What is my mission? What is the overend goal? A lot of people do all these big things and at the end, get to the end and like, why am I doing this? I, I don't like this. Why did I do this? Or why am I building this business? Or why did I invest myself in this? And there's nothing worse than that. So first, 
Ask yourself, fuck what your parents think, what your mother thinks, what your family thinks, your friends thinks. What do you want from life? What is your mission? What do you want to give back? Have a solid plan. Don't be afraid to fail because failure doesn't exist. It's a fucking experience. If you fail, quote unquote, then you do it again and you, you change the plan and you keep going and you just stay the course and you have to be patient. Fuck, any success story, and I know a lot of people who've made it very, none of them made it overnight. You know what I mean? They all fucking hustled it out, grind it out, especially when you're self-made, especially when your parents are not giving you money, paying your shit, giving you stuff. You know, when you're making it alone and you're fucking counting your dollars that you're investing, you think twice about spending that money. And what are the mistakes? Listen to people, people's advice, because people will always give you advice. But at the end, ask yourself, take the time and to ask yourself, like, okay, who's it coming from? Where is it coming from? Is it, you know, and at the end, you got to make your own decision, right? And like I said, don't be afraid to fail, you know, go out and do it. Be patient. Stay the fucking course. You know what I mean? Stay the course and, 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 and enjoy the ride. Enjoy the fucking moment. If it's stressing you out making YouTube videos, then don't do them. You got to enjoy doing it. I love being in front of the camera. You can see it. I love making videos. The day I hate it, I don't give a fuck about the YouTube. I don't give a fuck about the money. I'm going to stop doing it. But once that passion is gone and you're just doing it for money or anything else, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. I don't want to do this and people will see it. So even if you're struggling, you're starting off, enjoy the ride because you don't want to make yourself sick working 15 hours a day, hating something you do for a goal that you want to get in three years because right now you're suffering for it. So enjoy the day-to-day -day experience while you're climbing the fucking mountain. And when you climb it, I tell people, climb it with integrity and honest and truth and look down and say, Every, as I climbed the mountain, I didn't burn the forest to get on top. I left positive message through my way up. Because to me, that's very important, man. That's fucking important. If I'm doing this to, to like, if I'm doing this, I'm not leaving something positive behind, it's completely useless for me. It really, really is, because at the end, Look, man, I didn't grow up rich, so I don't give a fuck about money. I have enough. As long as I make enough to live the, the life, the little life I've defined that I love that I'm living right now, I don't need more. Everything else is a fucking bonus. So that's it. The, the fact that your intention is so true because who you are becomes, just gets expanded on social media. I mean, like, if you're going out and can't, like, if you have good intentions and you really want to help people yeah. and then you go out there and do it, it's just going to get magnified. But on the flip yeah. side, if you're just like, don't have people's intentions in mind, you're out for yourself, you're egotistical, people will smell that and they'll just- Smell it, man. And, and Man, I worked in, look, I worked in clubs for years. I'm a fucking radar. I'm, I, I smell bullshit, man. I would see a thousand people every weekend for almost like six, seven years. The way you shook my hand, the way you looked at me, your body language, the way you stood in line. You, you, you know, I, I'm able to pick this shit up so quickly. And you know what I tell people? It, other people pick that up as well. My motivation right there. My son in Santorini, my island. That's it, man. I don't need anything else than that. I keep my shit simple now. Well, hey, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again and spending some time with me and Nick. Obviously, as always, I love doing these videos because I get the real story. And I love being live with people because I... You know, this is who we are. You know, we're out here on a mission. Ian, Ian, you know what? It says a lot about people when they're live. Because you could, like, kind of fake your way on camera. But live, as well as me, as well as you, we're on the spot. Right? So you can't. People feel the energy and they feel the truth through the camera.
unlike if you're filming. So I think it's amazing. I love doing live shit. I, whether it's seminars and shit, I'm like, fuck, let's go bring it on. This is when I feel the fucking energy and I'm at my highest, you know what I mean? I, I tell people I'm high on life, man, because you know what? I spent most of my life being pissed off and angry at life. I was pissed off at the world. I was mad at fucking everybody. I blamed everybody for my failures, the school system, you know, the way I grew up at home, where I grew up, I fucking, and today the fact that I can, you know, live this life, it's twice more. Like, I, I, it's not about making money, it's about being happy at the end. And I have this because I've been on the other side of the spectrum and today because I live this fucking great life and I love what I do, I'm like, I'm, and believe it or not, Ian, I'm like this most of the time. People are like, fuck, are you on drugs? <laughs> no, man. Life is fucking good, man. Life is fucking good. Nick, welcome to the tribe. Ian, thanks so much, bro. I got so much more to say, man. Next time, I want to be back on again. Sick, man. So with that said, guys, thanks so much. Keep it real. We out here. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time, peace.